0: Michael Shannon has paved the way for me to do a Japanese accent on the podcast Dude. This is spoilers I thought you were doing this <laughs>
1: This spoiler. How are you going to say this is spoilers in an accent? That was
0: the whole thing. I really considered it, but that's round table. It has me do it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, one at a time. Starting with red. Go, do it. No. Corey gave me a J word pass yesterday, so I'm good. (laughs) I can do it. But hey, this is a special episode. We should acknowledge Corey is in El Cardi Goshen. He's never leaving either. He loves it.
1: (laughs) We are all in person. I wonder if the recording sounds different. To the listener, but yeah, Yeah. this is very strange to be looking at you. We don't, when we Skype, we don't even have video on. We don't (laughs) don't
0: look at each other, but here we are staring deep into each other's eyes. I can
2: see Pappy, I can see Josh, I can see Brett. I met the three of them for the first time within the last couple of days. So this is actually very exciting. And you met Mikey too. You met him never out
3: to California. Oh,
2: no, he hit me
0: up. And then never responded to my reply.
1: Something, Josh. Mm. Water under the bridge. I thought we were over this.
0: <laughs> well, yesterday when you met Josh, we saw a little movie called Bullet Train. It was uh, we talked about this, Corey. It's a movie of necessity where you just kind of like go to the theater and like need to find something to see. Yeah. You know, it's not like we were like diehard Bullet Train wanting to see it or anything.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like the old style of going to the movies. You know, like when you were a kid, or mm-hmm. even sometimes I guess in our teen years, depending on our ages. I, I, me and Josh for sure, but like. You would go to the theater and then pick what you're going to see when you're there. It was almost that, right? Mm -hmm. Because we wanted
0: to see a movie. It
1: literally was because we called each other. And we we're like, is Josh there a city? Did
0: not want to Facetime for <laughs> is, some reason. He hates. It, he hates seeing our faces.
1: We're like, is there a city between Portage, Michigan, Calmazoo, Calmazoo, Elk- Cal- like The
0: song, <laughs> yep, like the premise.
1: And Elkhart, and we found what was it? The what was the name of the theater? The Strand. The Strand, the Strand? yeah. Yeah. In Sturgis, Michigan.
2: Can we talk about that experience a little bit? Let's because do that. well, Go first on. of
1: all, Brett wasn't there, so let's yeah. just acknowledge that. But Poor Brett's Brett. here,
3: and we want to podcast. I am here, by the way. Uh, Just got out of COVID like three days ago, so my voice is extra sexy. So much extra
0: treble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wait, probably less treble. So much trouble on the levels
2: right Is now. Is there really? No, yeah, Seeing Brett in eat. person, he's like Cable from X-Men, just like pouches and guns everywhere. <laughs> just like an ammo thing across his chest, like yeah. Terminator, like. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
3: Right.
2: What do you call that, where you put the ammo across your chest?
3: I actually have one of those. It's a... not <laughs> <Is that laughs> yeah. a
1: bandol... Yeah, it's a band Bandolier? Bandol...
3: It's literally, uh, something, bandolito or bandolier. Yeah. yeah, bandolier sounds right. I have one for shotgun shells.
1: That's sick. In case of a zombie apocalypse. We went over that recently on the Children of Men podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Your preferred apocalypse would be a zombie one, you said. Yeah, I guess. But, but he qual- doesn't he doesn't want to be without a ruler.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. I said
0: I think I'd do better with like a wiping out 92%.
3: Because mm-hmm. then I'd have to worry about less people, but I feel like all the bad people would live. I'm Sorry, like, probably, core,
0: yeah, right. We're on a deep side quest, but Corey and I were talking. Brett, how, what would be your defense strategy for zombies? Are you like posting up, like fording up, or Is are you? My brother the, and I were defense? just talking
3: about it. He actually said, "I'm going to come by and swing and pick you guys up because you got the guns." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I got the car. I, I think I'd rather post up personally." Yeah.
1: What does he have a Hummer or something? Like, what's no, the but, best car for it?
2: Uh,
3: he doesn't. I, he just made a I don't know.
2: Honda Civic. Hmm.
3: <laughs> you'd have to board up the windows the I, I, I immediately go to a gun store like immediately it's too late just for that walk down you're
0: already prepared this is why you prepared but
2: there's like so <laughs> many zombie people at the gun store people True. that like had turned on the way there <laughs> you going to
0: waste a lot of ammo because the
3: thing i don't have enough ammo just to go uh like just start taking people out i'd have to i probably have a couple hundred rounds of different you got to save two bullets, like the mist, though. <laughs> I know? would like Whoa. to
1: see a zombie movie where, like, you can hold all out long enough that the zombies will like starve out. Right? It seems like they just live forever. They need to eat something, right?
2: No, like, I think they don't have to. Like, they can just keep
1: going. Then They're why do like they eating brains? Why do they eat it all? Yeah, it tastes just... good.
3: Well, I mean, like, <laughs> vampires are like that. Like in angel lore, they have to eat, like but, the
2: Buffy spinoff show.
3: Yeah, but they—if uh, you don't hey. eat you'll live forever you just
2: be hungry like yeah. to eat one step up. They put him at the bottom
3: of the ocean in one of the episodes and leave him down there and he's gonna live there forever
0: one step up but from the side quest what do you want to say about the Strand Theater
3: yeah uh, Well, we
0: went, to, we went to the theater it's a very
2: small theater that we're, we went to we're deep on a side quest we got levels to go before the yeah. introduction sorry it was a very theater. good movie yeah. guys
1: well, Sturgis, Michigan. It was Sturgis, a very
2: Michigan. uncomfortable theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like the seats in here are like the old style, and I just don't do well with that. The and old I've been having a, Yeah, I've been having a lot of body pain, yeah. and it, I, we were all like kind of moving around a lot in the seats. It was sure. just the three of us, and then one little old lady that had to suffer <laughs> yeah. through us adjusting.
3: So it was like <laughs> for I mean, half the movie, it was like the Green Knight. Basically. uncomfortable like, yeah. seats, and nobody mm-hmm. was there.
1: Mm-hmm. This sh- the room we were in had. 25 seats oh i really? think there was a floor oh, air
2: conditioner like i don't think they had central ac in there it was a
1: smaller screen too it wasn't like mm-hmm. but that's like a fan
0: like an ac unit in the front yeah had the temperature yeah it said like 68 on, on it did they have
3: popcorn and drinks
1: yeah the popcorn was. Uh, I went in hungry and I just smashed mm. a popcorn. These guys didn't take any bites.
2: Mm-hmm. I think me and Pappy are competing for who can eat the less over my visit here because <laughs> we have not been eating very much. You guys much. are all
3: both yeah. disgustingly skinny. Mm. Thank stuff. you. Yeah. Thank you. i, I go for that.
0: You guys are gross.
3: <laughs> Thanks, well,
0: Brett. <laughs> So, like we said, we're here to talk about Bullet Train, the podcast. Let's let's still do introductions because this is a rare time where we can say a direction of the clock versus eastus to Eastus because we're all gathered around the same round table hearth here. Yeah, and I didn't have a good opening question. Uh, favorite? Go ahead. Yeah. Favorite what? Oh. What's your favorite part about Japanese culture? Sorry, I thought you said something. I did. I said hearth. Oh, hearth. Yeah. Like, Happy was looking
1: at Josh when he asked that I question. I have
0: headphones on and I can't really... Like, I am to oh, just
1: took bad. them off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So favorite part problem. about Japanese culture besides Kylo?
0: Yeah. I'm a sure.
2: big part of Japanese culture. <laughs>
1: <Jeez>. <laughs> uh My gut was to go with just Nintendo Ooh, brand, Nintendo. right? Man. But yeah.
0: I'll go with...
1: Yeah, I will go with that.
0: Nintendo? Just in general? Yeah. I think...
1: Ninja Turtles tries to be like that, but I think that's actually just American, right? Like through and through. It is. Really? Yep. It's like a fake Japanese mm-hmm. lore or something, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, it kind of like the original comic and stuff, yeah. I mean, they don't lean that much into that in other media, like in the cartoon and stuff.
3: Yeah. But I, I think you mean. guess what Pappy's going to say, but we'll get to that. Okay. What's Nintendo. Your- Nintendo. Got it. Well, everyone who knows me knows that I just ride Honda motorcycles. Oh, all- everywhere. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> Uh, I became a fan of sushi when I met my wife. God, that sounds, that's not
0: what I meant. How old were you Um I mean, <laughs> first ate sushi with your wife? Why are you trying to age him? Seven, no. 30, 32? That's just late in the game to come to sushi. Like, I don't know. That's cool. 32? Yeah. Fried sushi. That's the first time I ever that. Mm. delicious. Your... Tempura? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that or just, yeah. Do you have roll?
3: Colt's roll. Okay. Minus avocado.
1: Wait, is this whole thing like a oral sex joke right now? No, 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 no. no. I wanted to make sure it was not.
0: Okay. You're striding the line. Corey, favorite part of Japanese culture? As a Japanese person, You're you right. gave me the J-word pass, so I
2: appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. Uh, you know, I'm not really big into Japanese culture. Like, I think it's kind of cringe when American people get super into Japanese culture. <laughs> and I like to make fun of some of my friends who get into it. Like, mm-hmm. they try to do it in like like my friend Steve, for example, he's really into like samurai history and samurai
0: yeah. Yeah. lore.
2: Samurai
3: shamed a few weeks ago. For yeah, Josh. I heard that.
2: <laughs> I almost took Don't that sound bite and sent it to Steve.
1: <laughs> but
2: he's
3: the
1: only way he'd hear it, that's for sure.
2: Uh, when I think of Japan, I think of the second Three Ninjas movie, Three Ninjas Kick Back. And, uh, you know, it's basically a Karate Kid 2 ripoff where. Mm-hmm. The kids now go to Japan to do like whatever extra training. It's not a good movie, but uh, that's what comes to my mind. Better than three. Oh, yeah.
1: Every question is a segue to Three Ninjas for you. It is. Yes.
0: <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. Uh, last but not least, Pappy, um, pretty easy for me. They joke about this in the movie Bullet Train, but have you guys ever used like a Japanese toilet? No. Mm-hmm. It, it is everything hyped up to be and more it is absolutely incredible when i i worked in japan for a couple of weeks uh and i would go downstairs to this other level to like take poops because who poops on the same floor that they work at at work never do that and, i thought it was
1: you don't shit where you eat uh i mean
0: well yeah he ate in the other bathroom right i would <laughs> okay. ate in the bathroom on my floor yeah <laughs> <laughs> Two well, floors down. that's where that saying came from dude they're incredible they play little like sounds like there was like a nature sound button or like a white noise button there was like a smell button you could heat the seat like there was like a rotating seat cover with it and of course the the bidet the the cleansing act well have you used a bidet before josh i have not the cleansing act yeah i would you love to i have a it's bidet. wonderful do you have a bidet yep do you love it
2: yes yeah, yeah. people like really rave about them you but can get
3: one online for 30 bucks you have yeah. to clean it no, I mean you should, but you. Know, but no it he doesn't. comes from the bottom.
0: <laughs> we talked about the toilet and bullet train. Josh, I want to go character by character in this a little bit. Brad Pitt. You you well, first of all, you didn't like this movie when you came out. Did you like Brad Pitt? Like your first reaction, Whoa. Your first reaction with that movie wasn't very good. Hard no from Josh, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I love Brad Pitt in this actually. I like his character. I think he's I like his uh, vibe that he's given off.
1: So his vibe in this is that he is almost like peter man from office space he's just out of therapy and it's like really affected him so basically any sort of conflict that happens he's giving like he's giving off quotes like hey this is about personal growth between us or Mm. at one point he said he he said he gets punched in the face and instead of punching back he said hurt people hurt people (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so he's kind of got longer hair. He's a little bit hippied out. He's very reluctant to get in a fight. And that's like kind of a big part of the gimmickry. Is he movie? like an
3: assassin?
2: Yeah, basically. Yeah. But like at this point in his career, he's basically resigned to do like non-direct assassination jobs. Do he does like
0: snatch and runs. Yeah. He does like grab and
2: go jobs where yeah. he like will take something and, and like exit the, sin- just, the situation. Just to
3: help me out real quick. What's the plot? Why yeah, is so he on the bullet train? That's, that's yeah. a they're
1: good looking point. for someone. The Everyone's point. looking
3: for the same person, right?
1: We're st- Starting in a good spot with okay. Brad Pitt.
0: So yeah, Brad Pitt, Zend out guy, the big Lebowski of like Japanese dude. crime. Um, he's got Sandra Bullock in his ear giving him directions the whole time.
1: <laughs> well, that's not revealed to the end. Well, this is spoilers. So there you go. I
0: give away Michael Shannon. Corey, what to Brett's question? This whole so this whole movie, Brett, it takes place on a train. It's like one train ride. There's like five minutes of like introduction. Then the whole movie is on this train. Corey. Like to Brett's question, what's going on in the train? What's what's Brad Pitt at? Bullet train. Bullet train, sorry. He's the in there to get the special
2: case. And it's, it's very prevalent in the trailers. It's like known. Like I knew that that was the plot of the movie going into it. He has to get a case. Has a bunch of money in it, of course. You know, there's kind of like a slight idea in your head that maybe there'll be something else in this case. But it is money. He even says that before he goes in. He's like, what's in the case? And she's like, I can't tell you. He's like, yeah, it's money. It's always money. Uh, but there's a few other people that are either looking for this case or looking
1: for people that are looking for this case. A lot of switcheroos. A lot of switcheroos. There's other things in the case sometimes too. This is basically
2: Snatch, Brett. It's, it's like, a Guy Ritchie movie. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It, it plays very much like a Guy Ritchie movie. I say Snatch because obviously the, the diamond, but even like Lockstock with like the two guns in that movie, you know, it's fast paced. There's assassins. It's like a modern crime action comedy. Mm-hmm. So it, it very much is the vibe of that. And, I mean, not only the vibe of that, but it's also the vibe of some of the other movies that this guy, David Leach, has directed. Which mm-hmm. are? Well, he's directed Deadpool 2. We
0: which, did a podcast on
2: that, Brett. Very interesting. I know you were talking about spoiler cameos, but in Deadpool 2, Brad Pitt makes a cameo mm-hmm. as uh,
0: one of X-Force. Well, and Ryan he, Reynolds makes a cameo in this movie. Ryan one, Reynolds
2: makes a very quick cameo in this as Carver, this like assassin that was like called out sick, who Brad Pitt took the job for. But he's also done like Hobbs and Shaw... He's done John Wick, Atomic Blonde. So, this director is very in tune with these types of action movies. He's the
3: old stunt guy, right? Yeah, he used okay.
2: to be a stunt guy. Yeah, he was a stunt guy in the X Men Origins Wolverine, uh, the jumper movie with H- where
0: Hayden Christensen can teleport. Yeah, yeah. Stevie loves that movie, I feel like. Yeah, Stevie showed me that movie before. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. But, like, the tone is super important to like get to because there's also, we watched a podcast on this last night, Corey, but, and this guy was, like, going off on it. But, like, there's almost like a fast and furious level of, like ridiculousness to the story. Like you remember that Josh, like when the guy was like f- hanging off the back of the train at one point and yeah, there are I, things that are going to happen that can't actually happen like, for
1: sure. It's weird that you brought this up because I actually, I have like two notes and the first one, it just says tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> This movie has trouble. I think sometimes having a reason to be funny, like uh, take one of those other movies, uh Deadpool, it's got like the gimmick where he breaks the fourth wall. And it has like a reason to get goofy. This one feels like a bloody action movie most of the time. And I personally wasn't really ready for a lot of the comedy. And uh, Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson had, yep. as Lemon and Tangerine, they have really thick accents. I could have used closed captions during this. Yeah, I think some of the comedy actually went, went by me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson... Great actor, beautiful looking man, very, uh, you know, what's the word? Dapper in this movie Dapper, with his suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's in Nocturnal Animals along with Michael Shannon. We discussed that briefly. But uh, understanding him was a very difficult task for a dumb American like myself. Yeah. Tenant
3: was it worse than he was not Tenant? It was
2: equivalent to Tenet. Although Tenet had its own sound <laughs> issues that yeah. were independent of this.
1: But clo- a closed caption watch, I think, would be almost like a different experience, to be honest.
3: Well, yeah. like, when you mentioned Deadpool 2, when I think of the jokes, I think of, like, Ryan Reynolds is so natural. Do you think it would have been better if it would have been Ryan Reynolds? Like, instead the of jokiness? Mm,
1: what, it I felt think more Brad, natural? Brad Pitt can pull off comedy. Brad yeah, Pitt. I don't think he's have, the problem. Brad
0: Pitt is not the problem with this movie at all. And in fact, I was, like, watching this, I'm like, this movie would be so much less of a movie without Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Because, like... I feel like that's the only reason why they was even able to market it so hard and they'd lean on those stars and those cameos even a little bit too hard I feel like with Michael Shannon showing up like when they show Michael Shannon it's like this dramatic reveal which he's is he Japanese like what what's going on with that. No, he was, Mm -hmm. in in, in the
2: story of the movie, his character was white white death. He's, like, often talked about and seldom seen. Mm -hmm. He's, like,
0: Russian
1: or something.
2: Yeah, he was, like, a Russian guy that worked his way up the Yakuza and then, like, killed the leader and took over the position. Okay. And he's, like, you know, the most, like, insane, brutal killer Mm -hmm. that the Yakuza has ever
1: known. Like, that's really Mm -hmm. his position. And he executes anyone that tries to assassinate him with their own weapon something he's done 30 times or something
0: right dude that's the other thing with this movie dude (laughs) like they are so hungry for the setup and payoff and they do it in a very obnoxious way Mm -hmm. i think because like so in that first intro scene brett they're like they're flipping around the channels they change the channel it's like snake stolen from local zoo and it's like ginormous letters and like anyone with the brains like all right we're gonna they 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 set set up a little too hard too because they say like check out
2: they say all of Japan is in disruption or something because <laughs> right, this yeah. snake was stolen from the zoo. Like the whole fucking country cares about
1: this. <laughs> but then they show the cage later, like open or something for the first time and your brain is like, oh yeah, I just, I remember that. But then in the movie cuts back yes, to the that's news what clip. what I was saying. Yeah. They don't trust. It's uh, one of those not trusting mm-hmm. things, right? They, I think you see that news clip about the snake probably three or four times by the end of it.
0: Dude, I was thinking about that really hard and like. I feel like that was because this movie's already fucking long. Like it's over two hours, and Oof. I feel like the reason that they had to leave those in was because there's just so much going on that they couldn't trust people to remember. You know what I mean? There's so many fucking characters. Like, well, let's get back to the characters a little bit. You said you singled in on Lemon and Tangerine. Did you like the Thomas the Train? Get it? It's like train humor. Bullet train.
1: It ingratiated itself to me by the end, I think. Yeah. But is. I think it's one of those things. In the experience of the movie, it was kind of annoying for a while. Did you feel that? Like, no, I liked it personally. I was never a, thought it went. No.
2: No. <laughs> I, I don't know. When when a joke like gets me, like I, I just want it's like the um the hot dog fingers and everything they were all at once. Yeah. Like that never really got old for me. Like I did like that. <laughs> I found it funny and I kept finding it funny. And they went back to it a lot. I think that's similar to this. So like one of the guys, his name's Lemon. Uh he ref- he like identifies people's personality based on characters from Thomas the
1: Train. Mm-hmm. So he says like you're a Percy because blah. It's like his horoscope or something. Yeah. But he's like on the money with it throughout so the my
3: happiest memories of my life are when my nephew was really into Thomas the Train. That's like my favorite era of him. And I so when you say Percy and like hero and Oh, yeah, okay, go yeah. Star.
1: So part well, of it...
3: Well, yeah, the show. The you
1: don't Ringo want to show. be a Diesel, though. Well, a he's diesel trying to he's find... Ten.
3: diesel Used to scare the crap out of my neck. He's
1: yet. trying to find who the Diesel is to, like, oh. destroy them, right. basically. Someone, <laughs>
2: yeah. basically he's, he's pretty sure that someone on the train... He, there's a lot of assassins and stuff, but they're not all, like, bad guys, whatever. One of them's really disrupting the vibe of this whole uh, situation <laughs> with around the case and around the people connected to the case. Mm-hmm. And it's that's kind of like the Smoke
3: Diesel. kind Aces where there's a bunch of assassins all going I never
2: finished thing. that movie, but it, it's supposed
0: to be like that kind of vibe, yeah. So just to walk through it, Brad Pitt wants the case that Tangerine Lemon, the guy who likes Thomas the Train, has. They're protecting it. Yeah. They're protecting it. And another guy who is the son of, was he the son of White... Death? Yeah. Yeah. So the son of White Death, one of White Death's kids.
1: Yeah, they're they're looking to deliver him and the case to White Death. That's mm-hmm. their mission. And I just gotta be clear. Lemon and Tangerine are referred to as brothers or the twins throughout Love the it. movie. Love it. Aaron Taylor Johnson is white. Uh Brian Tyree Henry is black.
3: I'm trying to think of who that is.
1: But there's this really cool reveal later, and this is one flashback that they only show once, but they were like they really were brothers. They grew up together in like an adopted family mixed mm-hmm. home, right? Which is really cool. I thought yeah. that was cool.
0: And I, I don't, maybe at one point no, they made a friends. joke about them not looking like yeah. twins, but the movie mm. just kind of like they okay. just are twins. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like accepted by the movie. Yeah. They're brothers. I love that part of it. I if mean,
2: you, yeah, I look at him and I say, okay, they're whatever adopted. Like it's, yeah,
0: but that's cool. And I think
1: that was a rare moment in the movie. Cause There's deaths, and there's also fake deaths in this movie. Mm. And one of the brothers dies... Supposedly. But anyway, what I'm getting at is like those moments where the brothers thought each other had died, th- those were some rare moments of like true emotion in the yeah, movie, I thought. Absolutely. There wasn't a whole lot of that otherwise.
0: Dude, you could have accentuated it even more. You could have had like like the <clears throat> two guys, like one's white, one's black, but maybe one would just have an American accent too, for whatever reason. Like, I don't know, just to help even out that because like I'm missing so much of what they're saying when they're going back and forth.
1: Their back and forth is pretty like snap. Was it
0: just like a really big, cockney accent
3: or was it just like a really strong aaron taylor johnson i think had a cockney accent
2: i don't know is that yeah i I, it's hard for me to differentiate them yeah but it was actually
3: cockney's become more we need
0: brother ellis for this yeah (laughs) i know so they have white death's son uh and the briefcase that brad pitt wants another major plot point in a character she's referred to as prince but she's white death's daughter kylo did you like prince Prince is a babe. Yeah. (laughs) She's cute.
3: (laughs) So White Death, Michael Shannon, has two kids on this train, if you're following along. I guess I'm confused about if he's such a bad dude. Why are people trying to kill him or kidnapping his kids? It seems like a pretty dangerous guy to mess with.
0: So they're trying to help White Death at this point, Lemon and Tangerine. Hmm. Brad Pitt doesn't know who he's stealing from.
3: The idea is White Death has a
1: lot of enemies. One of them had stolen his son, and Tangerine... Ooh, this is a huge detail. Joey King. Brett. Lemon and Tangerine have this huge backstory where they murdered like 55 people to get to the point of where like the movie starts, right?
0: Mm -hmm. But how many that's the fucking thing about this movie is how many times did they fucking show that Bolivia flashback? Like, I think they that one one scene, she's puking blood. Yeah, well, no, no, Mexico, but they showed that a bajillion times. Yeah, the like wood chipper stuff. Like, you some of the flashbacks
2: they show like more information as they come back to the flashback. Sometimes they don't. And I feel like the Bolivia one, they don't
0: more than they do. They still showed the foot in the wood chipper a lot. I felt like that one. No, it's the one shot of them taking off their masks. Yeah, right. They showed that like five times. It's like, I'm. That's okay.
1: probably a big part of the reason why I didn't appreciate this movie totally. Like, yeah. seeing a severed foot being shoved into a wood chipper just like out of nowhere, or the woman puking blood horrifyingly at her own wedding, like, Nine times, you're a sensitive boy, ain't you, Tommy? Mm-hmm. But what? <laughs> I mean, you've seen it a couple of times. I feel why? Why is that their choice? Like Pabby said, it's a long movie. It was excessive at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excessive. Thank you.
0: You brought up Mexico, Josh. Are you familiar with the work of Bad Bunny? I was gonna ask how he was. Uh, do you? Are, do you like his music? I
3: actually do. i listened listening to one of my lists, and he was on there, and mm. I found I like Bad Bunny and Daddy Yankee and all those guys. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't speak Spanish, so yeah. Josh, what is a good Spanish accent? Was a good Spanish impression you got? I
1: heard Alfonso Corral <laughs> has a good accent. <laughs> Solid. He's
3: mexican I said Spanish out of the way.
0: I am here to cause destruction. I don't know enough <laughs> about yeah. him. I don't, know, I don't
3: know enough about him, but...
0: But it's like, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I didn't know that he was a musician. And We were talking about this in the car. I'm glad it. that he's our patron, though. Bad Bunny is? Yeah. The
2: whoa. oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
3: I wish <laughs> our patron had that much money
2: every time they introduce this guy as the wolf they do the howl yeah. oh, really? so it's funny it just reminds me of like our patrons right because they go yeah. the wolf ow, ow! just like
0: spoiler man does mm-hmm.
2: it's classic shit
0: yeah but I didn't I wasn't like distracted by him but it also like I said I feel like this movie like relies very heavily on celebrity to like is even he better actor than Cardi B
3: in Fast 9
0: he was good. I don't think he's asked to do a lot. Like, I mean, he dies. Like, you see him in flashbacks, and he dies in that first fight. You get the Brad easiest fight. direction that you could possibly get. Mm-hmm. Be stoic and mean. Right. Right. Yeah. Like,
4: stand is- <laughs> there, snarl. Yeah.
0: Uh, did you like the choreography in the fight, Kyla, or just in general in this movie? There's a lot of like yeah. swordplay, punching. I thought it was pretty well done. It's, re- it's really good. And that's what this director's known for, because, you know, being a stunt
2: guy and such, and a stunt coordinator specifically, mm-hmm. a lot of the action that we get like the hand-to-hand stuff in a confined space like that's presented to you in the trailer so like they really show you in the trailer like what kind of movie this is going to be in terms of the action and then they deliver it in abundance in the movie Mm -hmm. so it's not a letdown, and it's good that this movie is marketed the way that it actually is you know a lot of like this guy bad bunny he's the wolf he shows up with a knife to kill Brad Pitt, and he starts like trying to stab him. And Brad Pitt just has the case, and he's using that to both parry and attack the guy with. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, talking about how like he should be more zen. He's like, you know, you should really think about, you know, two two people coming together like this. There's always a third solution. He's, you know, he's coming up with some like zen like. It sounds pretty uh, funny actually. Like there's a wall
1: with like a window. Every there's always a wall between. Yeah, the people.
2: there's a wall between <laughs> us right now, but
0: in place of every wall, is a potential for a window. Right, or something yeah, like that. yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the movie, by far. But this, so that's another thing in like where this movie just gets fucking ridiculous though, is the scope of the choreography. They're just fucking breaking everything in this bullet train. Like they're smashing up like all this shit and like- And there's passengers for a lot of it. Which they, they I feel like they did a very half-assed job of like explaining away. Like- Right, the
2: conductor disappeared suddenly. By yeah. the way, the conductor is a kind of a cameo. I don't know if it's intended to be, but- The conductor was Hiro from Heroes. He was Hiro Nakamura. Yeah. His name's Masioka. He's fucking cool. There were
1: two times during the movie where either I or Pappy audibly kind of shrugged or scoffed. And I think it was when like a worker would show up during or after a fight, but wouldn't like think twice about it. And it was something the movie kind of lingered on like cheekily. And that did not work very well for me.
0: Well, it's like you had the old white lady in the quiet car who's like doing the shh in the, tr- she was in the trailer. It's like, where, where does she go? Like, you know what I mean? Like how, how can you buy tickets for a specific section of the, yeah. She's that credited as annoyed passenger. That was her. Yep. She, she was great. But well, like <laughs> a worker
1: will come in and be like, oh, I just was grabbing some snacks. No big deal. Meanwhile, they had just destroyed half of that cart.
2: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The concession girl. That's also kind of a cameo. That's Karen Fukuhara, who is known for being in the boys. Yeah, she's one of the boys in The Boys.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like that humor is some sort of like weird meta. You know that you're. this is like a movie thing. I don't know.
0: I was thinking kind of like not that anything in the story reminds me of Ocean's Eleven, but like there's kind of an Ocean's Eleven vibe with all of these like celebrities and Brad Pitt. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just like, maybe it's just Brad Pitt, but like when a movie is like I mean, there's so many cameos in a movie and like i kind of know that person from this thing like there's no like really no oceans name. 11
3: those are all characters though no I for wouldn't sure say them cameos yeah no, yeah sure.
2: it's more so in the cameos and like
3: bruce willis in oceans 12 is a cameo
2: mm-hmm. and what josh was talking about that's really like one of the things that separates this from a movie like snatch right Where like in snatch if like you're in a place and you shoot someone like people like scatter Right or like, sure. If if the place is in complete disarray, someone would like look at that and like turn the other way or something. I feel like in that world, I don't know if that happens specifically within the movie, but in this movie, it's largely ignored. Like mm-hmm. the violent aftermath of any given set piece that they engage in. i can also in. tell
3: you if you're in a room where the, a gun goes off, it is
0: louder than you can possibly. Oh imagine. yeah, they're shooting guns all yeah. over this yeah. train. And right. Brett's gonna it's... demonstrate right now.
1: <laughs> that annoyed passenger is like, Shh, and every time she says shush. Uh Brian Henry and Brad Pitt stop fighting over the gun for a second and stop like stabbing each other into the table mm. and then go back after <laughs> that's, at that's it funny. again.
0: But like a, but they're making some much noise. It's like impossible. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's yeah. it's
2: it's funny in a way, but like sure. the realism of it definitely takes your mind
1: out of it. Like you said, you, you it takes the edge off, mm-hmm. but yet this movie still has so much blood, like Tarantino levels of blood.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Tarantino style in the over the top action for sure and in the way that it's kind of funny like in Kill Bill where it's kind of funny
0: Mm -hmm. and like a Tarantino movie it's over two hours long and not helped by the ending like so let's try and wrap up this up a little bit Josh help me land this point a little bit we got all these people we're coming into Kyoto where it's happening what goes down with Michael Shannon in the very end
1: oh man these are some of the best parts we haven't even talked about the son and the father
0: Oh, yeah. This sorry. is like this
4: C
1: yeah. plot going C through plot.
2: Yeah. it. And real quick, and that's like another snatchism where like you get like the character's name or nickname when they're introduced. Oh, they're like yeah. They title on the screen. Right. Yeah. Like the title screen in, okay. in English and Japanese text mm-hmm. as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There is this Japanese family, a grandfather, a father and a son. And the son had been, this is how the movie starts. The th- son had been thrown off a roof, thrown out of a window or something, but he barely survived in a coma. Eric Clapton style
0: oh my god <laughs> he didn't survive though
3: he oh, did it the kid god no, we can't like edit these can we? No, These are more of like a
1: life shape <laughs> thing forget forgive me that is classless uh anyway this this Clap. kid is in a coma and the fa- the grandfather is chastising the father saying you should have been there to protect your son so, this desperate father is one of the main characters boarding this bullet train at the beginning to mm-hmm. get revenge because he has this like tip that his son's would be killer is here. Mm-hmm. So, what I really like about the ending in the Michael Shannon part is that this grandfather enters the train and he who is that actor? Do you know who that is? The father, he's probably
3: super famous,
1: he is like a very famous Japanese actor. He was in The Last
2: Samurai, and did
3: the elder. What's his character's name? Yeah,
2: his name's the elder. His name's Hiroyuki Yuki Sonada, famous Japanese actor.
1: I wish I knew more about him. He has Ooh, such right, a right. presence that he brings to the movie. I loved him in this, and he's Brett. He's like uh, Master Splinter, mm-hmm. and Michael Shannon is like Shredder, mm-hmm. right? And he and and he'd been previously beaten down by him. And so he's kind of been biting his time all these years later. It's like Murasaki against Matayushi.
2: Yeah. To
1: to hint up the (laughs) ending though, the train once all these kind of last few characters are on it crashes. Are we to
0: that part yet? Sorry, before we did, did the prince throw the that that guy's. Kid off the yeah. son off yeah Prince who is a girl by the why, way why did she do that is that explain do yeah. we yeah I mean it's I it's remember. all like
2: this huge domino effect master plan like to get to kill her to dad. get to this moment to yeah. like where she can like be in the presence of her dad where she can get this guy to be in the presence of her dad and she has like backup plans on backup plans God, got it here's
1: that. the basic gist though she wants to get this father who's desperate about his son being dead. Like she she needs to get him like just manipulated. And then part of that manipulation is he will be tasked to try to assassinate white death in which he will fail. And so because white death always assassinates people with their weapon, he'll do that to this guy. But the prince has subbed out his weapon for this like weapon that will backfire when shot Mm -hmm. so there's kind of this other checkoffs gun that you're always waiting for this specific gun with like a red handle or something on it that if that's fired
2: yeah it has like a hair tie and it's uh it's gonna fire backwards so it's gonna shoot the firer in the face it's basically it blows up when you press the trigger the gun explodes in your face
0: and i guess pretty smart i mean it sounds cool but it's also like in this wave of a thousand little setups and payoffs that are just like that. It's yeah. I mean, can you can keep track of it? I mean, A I mean, wave. Explain any individual one. And and I just right. want to say, too, because yeah. this is a component of the movie.
2: It's like one versus the other. Brad Pitt, who's like the the principal hero of the movie, mm-hmm. he has bad luck. And yes. the way the bad luck manifests is it's not against him. But like when he's in a scenario where he doesn't want someone to die, they will certainly die mm-hmm. in a very fucked up way usually very bloody. Mm-hmm. So like he tries to work things out non-violently in his like Zen mode, but the person will end up dead or like
0: very yeah. severely injured. The movie's also trying to say something though, like about perspective too with that, because like he, like he considers himself unlucky. Is
3: there something outside? Is there it's a the critter? black squirrel, I've never seen one that close.
0: Yeah. I've never seen a black squirrel in my life.
2: We haven't either. Welcome mean, to Indiana. supposed
3: <laughs> to be really mean. So, so yeah, you see it right there? Yeah.
2: It just went in the bush right there. It's right there on the left. Yeah.
0: Sorry. <laughs> You've never seen a black squirrel. No. Yeah. You can go pet it if you want. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> you uh, can't. It will not let you. <laughs> <laughs> what are we
2: talking about? I totally forget. Oh. So I was saying how weapon. like Brad Pitt has like the bad oh, yeah. luck. Yeah. But then Prince, who's like the main villain of the movie, has really good luck. Mm-hmm. Right? So like everything like goes her way. Like whenever it comes to like, you know, picking up the right gun at the right time, like it'll always land at her feet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they don't really address that directly, which I think is good, but it's kind of like the hero's bad luck versus her good luck. And really his bad luck is actually kind of good luck. It's almost he, like a drunken
0: master type. He does get super lucky, you know what I mean? Like right. the one time he gets stabbed too and his cell phone just happens to be there. Or something. Right, it just like sticks like, in the phone, yeah. yeah. There's like a million little times he gets super lucky, but he just interprets it as being like. He interprets whole, it yeah. as being bad luck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot he won- of her luck
1: is just pulling the I'm a little girl Cute card, crying thing, though, too, right?
0: Mm-hmm. In the world, yeah,
1: right. What, what el- What other luck does she have? What do you? What are some examples that you're she
0: claims of? to be lucky?
1: But
3: I
0: don't. Does she? If she
3: throws that kid off the roof. I think Tears in Heaven starts playing. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs>
4: no, <we're
2: fine>. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, a single tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but there's like occasions where like something will happen and it'll like fall right at her feet. And like at the perfect time in which she needs it Mm -hmm. or like, you know, something's going to happen and someone gets bit by a snake or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's like kind of thing too. like even with the very end of the movie where it's like the thing falls on their car, but they're not in it. You know what I mean? They could have gotten in it like a second before and they're like, (laughs) oh, that was I guess we'll have to walk now type thing. Um, Any other final thoughts or anything we missed in?
1: Yeah, I want to talk about that train crash.
0: Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like it?
1: <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it ends
2: with a train crash. Yeah.
1: yeah. The whole thing crashes with like six characters on board and all of them survive this oh. massive just epic level like the it derails it, it, hits another train yeah. goes into a city and just, you laugh
0: though when brad pitt was doing like the gravity through space like slow it reminds me of the movie
1: <laughs> ice age something they would do with the squirrel, <laughs> yeah.
3: they God, I, hate that squirrel. Mean, I hate that character so much piece of shit you're supposed to think he's funny but i freaking hate him like a black squirrel
1: <laughs> brad pitt is floating through the cabins that are all exploding and it's like, like looking around like mm. i'm zen but yeah. this is weird but then like one by one, each character comes out and is like, I survived this too. I survived this too. And Michael Shannon, right before the train crashes, gets samurai chopped, which is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Shout out to Steve. Because one thing was I noticed- legit
3: samurai chopped. One thing
1: I noticed is the elder in this, when he would use his samurai sword, every blow he would strike was like a killing blow. It was like, even if it was like a shoulder thing, he would then like- push it through like their body or it'd be through the neck or clop off their head but with Michael Shannon he's attempting to finish his killing blow and that's like I think when the train crashes Mm -hmm. so Michael Shannon comes out at the end with like a bullet hole and like a sword like halfway through his body and he comes like stumbling out right
0: Mm -hmm. that's when the gun backfires and that's what ultimately gets him right yep that's how it goes out do you like the shot where his half of his face was gone at the end? You know what? It was it was okay,
2: but I was like really worried that they were gonna do like the two thousands like horror moment where like someone gets like sliced and they stand there stunned for a second, yeah. and then like I then they like yeah. Like, that, yeah. like yeah yeah like Resident Evil and thirteen ghosts. A left like, side and I right was side. just like I was like please be let us be beyond that in cinema <laughs> like that never needs to happen again. Pappy, you were talking about the very end with, like, the train derailing on, like, the most insane possible level and everyone being fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I talked to someone at work about this movie. I didn't anticipate to see this movie, by the way. But (laughs) someone (laughs) at work...
1: None (laughs) of of us did. Uh,
2: Someone at work told me that they saw Bullet Train. I was like, oh, okay, like, how was it? And it really made me think about, like, film criticism and, like, really articulating how you feel about a movie because she said she didn't like it and her reason was... Everything's about Brad Pitt, and I was like, "What does that mean?" Like, I was like, "I was like, I'm sure that means something to her in her head, but like the words that she gave me do not have a meaning." (laughs) Like, everything's about Brad Pitt.
3: Pitt. Like, everything floats through him, or what? I mean, he's the main character, right? (laughs) Right.
2: That's what we're saying. That's that's exactly my point. So, uh, regarding the ending, I want to say that. And one By of the, the biggest th- movie
0: stars in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sorry, Corey.
2: Yeah. By the time it ends and the train derails, it's it's way overly ambitious. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this movie is doing too much. And like, then it becomes like CGI green screen spectacle. And it was never that up until that point. And it's
3: weird that they would do that with pre- all the choreography and stuff like that. And then right. just end it like it's that. It's not what
0: this movie is about. This movie is about snappy dialogue, you know, like. Quick action mm-hmm. and like bits of comedy. Like people confined- trying to. So I accidentally kicked the power cord. I was saying instead of that's why we got cut off abruptly yeah, right there. CGI bullshit, you know. It's but it's this movie should be better than that devolving to like a Marvel movie at the end, right? It mean, like, even worse than a Marvel, Marvel movie. Is bad, but it's not trying to be that, and then all of a sudden it becomes that because that's what people like. You know what I mean? It's what trying part, to be a Fast
1: and the Furious movie at the end. What part specifically? Just the. The crash itself—is that what you're t- talking about? Uh, yeah,
0: crash, the, the people when it, it, when space. it becomes
1: like explosiony, yeah.
2: right? That that is what this movie should not be. It should be a type of action movie that doesn't rely on like train crashes, car crashes, explosions. Mm. Like all of the action in this movie is great, and it can stay small like that, and it can build its own stakes <laughs> without having to like be like physically large. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um, and I don't like that it's like in the daytime. i know it's like a small thing but this whole movie is this like nighttime train ride and excels with these like cool lights in some of the places like there's this giant like i don't know like anime pink thing that's like running around like a like a disney character but like an anime character yeah and that car is lit super cool and it's just like yeah now it's like i don't know just i just don't like the ending very much but anything else that you guys had for how's it end i mean
3: the guy dies and
0: the bad girl shows
3: up the bad girl wins or what
0: Yeah, Uh, Justice is kind of
2: served at the end, like, with, like, the main, like, Yakuza boss that's kind of been talked about that shows up at the end. It's Michael Shannon. He's called the White Death. Like, he ends up getting taken out. The girl who's been the main villain gets hit by a truck seemingly randomly. And then as the credits start to roll.
1: Mid-credit scene.
2: Yeah, it's like a mid-credit scene. They explain, like, why that truck just happened to hit her. It's because like one of the guys that fell off the train earlier, like fell into a body of water, like stole mm-hmm. a truck and like rushed to the scene when he saw the train crash and just like slammed right into her. Fred's but also right her reaction. getting hit by the truck is kind of like it's like the luck of Brad Pitt against her luck and Brad <laughs> Pitt won yeah. because like she's about to kill Brad Pitt and he's like come on man don't do it please and she like puts the gun up to his face and then she bam she gets hit by a truck. So it's like that's like his luck Taking over the situation. So, like, mm-hmm. his was always superior. He used X
1: now That's what they <laughs> <Gotcha>. say.
0: Yeah. Do <laughs> you got anything else, Josh?
1: The flashbacks are pretty obnoxious in this movie. Mm-hmm. But some of them are really fun. And, like, it has almost like an everything, everywhere, all at once feel with how much they went back to flashbacks and stuff. um mm-hmm. But one thing I was just considering and I would challenge you two to consider it as well, is Good Time, we just recovered that movie, has but one flashback. Do you remember this flashback? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember because I was so fucking fucked up, bro. <laughs> so it has the one flashback. It's so memorable. It's so well done. The movie never needs to come back to it. I feel like this movie is taking like that little kernel and spreading... like that butter over two little bread or something like that. It's just, I don't know. It turned it me is. off a little. Yeah. Bit. Mm-hmm. Like
2: th- that is one of the downsides of the movie is like the way the flashbacks are handled because everything else is so quick and cool. I mean,
0: they're good at times, but they're also obnoxious at times. Like you said, Dude, I would take this exact same movie and I would have it cut it down to like hundred, 120 or not 120, 110 minutes. So, and then I would have it just be on the train. like, the movie starts with all of these four different people getting on the train. You see it. And then, like, there's no CGI bullshit. And then, like, I don't know, there's some kind of, like, Mexican standoff shootout, right? You can use the exploding gun or something. Just, like, I don't know. Like, keep it tight to the train. And, like, never do these flashbacks is what I'm saying. Like, 100% of what you see would be on this bullet train in my bullet train movie.
3: Kind of. I'm kind of curious now. I was looking at IMDb. And you're talking about flashbacks. Why does it say nine-year-old wolf, wolf mother, what the heck is that flashback? The wolf. <laughs> they showed the wolf
1: as a kid, and he had like a rough upbringing. Oh, okay. Oh. Like sometimes they go that deep with. For someone who dies
3: right away, they have to do a backstory for them.
0: They yeah. do
1: a flashback on a water bottle.
0: That <laughs> was just gonna say. And the product placement of that is Ooh, so egregious. It's that's so bad. They sign it or something. It's Fuji. Is it or Fiji. 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 It's just like a Fiji logo for like Fiji. five minutes. The water bottle doesn't rotate at all. It's like the front. It's of always the framed
1: up with the Fiji in the front. That's <laughs> it's bullshit. Insane.
0: Yeah, who yeah. fucking.
2: Introduce that. Truman Burbank, you know? Probably, yeah.
1: <laughs> that plot line is, that's one of the flashbacks I liked and it did remind me of Everything Everywhere. It was quirky and it set up why a water bottle is in a certain place so that a person could chuck it at someone. Hmm. I think that's just kind of like creative writing. But then the fact it just had Fuji perfectly framed middle. Mm-hmm. Also, that car that he's supposed to get into at the end, that felt very much like product You're placement. thinking Fuji's from the, uh, the last podcast. You, you <laughs> yeah, released we got all of? these podcasts. Yeah. Fiji. Fujis The Fujis. What's the car at the end that Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock are supposed to get into, but right before they do, it gets smashed. Because that it, needs to be gone from this movie. It, it zooms yeah. out, and they're like, this is a great car. And it's like... It's
2: bad. I don't know cars, so yeah. Stevie's not here, and neither is Steve, but... Sandra Bullock arrives to like recover Brad Pitt from the scene in this really nice car, and then the bad luck kicks in, and something falls and smashes it to pieces, and mm-hmm. it is obnoxious. It's awful. Everything around them is green screen. By the way, I'm pretty car. This I'm pretty sure the car is
0: CG. It's like including Sandra Bullock green screen. Yeah, well, yeah. Her face is CG. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't. I don't think they showed the logo of the car. That so was at that point there had been so much product placement I was looking for it and I was just like, well maybe they just didn't show it because it gets smashed. It was no, a half step away
1: from being it. like, that's a nice Chevy. So yeah, it probably. has a great Hemi. Yeah, or whatever. Transforming
0: into Bumblebee. <laughs> well, we've done this in two parts. A- any other final thoughts? Anything big? We should.
2: Yeah, assign each of us a Thomas the Train character. Go. Um,
1: Do you know him deal? well enough? You can't. <laughs> Thomas. They can't see who you're pointing to, weirdo. Winter Star. No, let the, audience, <laughs> let the he's, audience. He's pointing with a pencil I, 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 for our audio <laughs> Brian, listeners. for <laughs> diesel.
0: Uh, I said, Josh is Ringo Starr. I'm Thomas, obviously. I. What's another one? Ringo Star. Any others? I'm Hero
3: yeah. Percy. Ringo Starr is a. Train? He's the narrator of, of some of them. Oh, sick. the, the original ones mm-hmm. were. It's terrifying. They're like claymation faces.
0: It's just stupid because it's like it's supposed to be so quirky, but it's like he's into trains because the movie's on a train, you know. That's like, his name? That's Ladybug? As as ghost. Yeah. Yeah, Brad Pitt
2: is it. assigned the name Ladybug as like his alias to try to like get him in,
1: I guess, better spirits regarding mm-hmm. his luck. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he just said? He said he doesn't like it because the Thomas the Train thing is just the deep as it goes is that.
0: No, I said that the, the the whole premise of why does this dude like Thomas the Train? It's all retrofitted because this movie takes place on a train, right? It's like we want this Did guy Did you even
1: consider that?
0: We, no. want, we want this guy to be super into something endearing in kid show. Oh, Train Thomas the Train. You know what I mean? And it's I don't know. It, it could have I easily guess. been SpongeBob or Sesame Street, but
1: I didn't see that connection. I get what you're saying and it pays off when he's like trying to figure out how to
0: do the train. Yeah.
1: Yeah, be the conductor guess, then.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. What are you showing, Brett?
2: Oh, they have like a, an anime. Brett showed me a picture of like an anime character on the train. Oh, yeah, that was the big plot. They have like yeah. an anime that I'm pretty sure they created for the show or for yeah. the movie itself that they insert into like there's a car section of the
1: train that's like themed based on that. And, and show- actually an assassin is inside of that costume. The Hornet is yes. in there. Mm-hmm. She poisoned a bunch of people and made them pu- uh, puke blood at a wedding in Mexico.
2: Yeah, she was not really my favorite. I mean, of all the assassins, they all have like these specific personality traits, you know, and she's yeah. just kind of like
0: cold as ice assassin, like, you know, like <laughs> her personality is no personality. She was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was in uh, Deadpool 2, Brett. Um, what's her name? Zazie Beats.
2: Oh, so she was something? Domino. So that's another movie that deals with like mm-hmm. good luck as a superpower.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But let's let's wrap it up here with yes or no's. Sure. I'll go first. Then we'll go clockwise around the cable table with, like Kylo in Indiana today go last yeah. close us out here uh i'm going to give it a super duper 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 soft yes based solely on getting to see Brad Pitt be that character like it's almost even kind of like his character in once upon a time in hollywood not really but kind of where he has a darker past and he's trying to like more zen out now i like seeing Brad Pitt as a like zen out guy quite a bit like I get a little bit of, like I said, B- big Lebowski vibes almost from his character. This movie has a lot of fucking problems though. And I'll probably never watch it again and maybe part of this was just the fun of sitting next to Josh and Corey in a movie theater for like the first time and how cool this was. Also, thank you to the patrons for helping us fly out, Corey, for this. It's just very cool. Wow,
1: that is so cool.
0: Yeah. But like. <laughs> it's so cool. So It's so he's, cool. He's so cool. But <laughs> I'm going to give it a soft yes. Like I said, solely on Brad Pitt's performance and the concept. Apparently, there's a 1970s version of this, which seemed. Super duper earnest, for
2: right? What yeah, I could it's, see it like a Japanese film, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of just potential for a movie on a train, you know what I mean? And I I feel like this premise is close bullet train, train. on a bullet train, train. soft yes. Josh, uh, I,
1: hmm. I'm honestly like really struggling with the yes or no. I think I'll probably just give it a really soft yes as well because i was entertained but that said like this isn't a sticky movie that i was like thinking about involuntarily overnight or the next day or anything Mm -hmm. we watched good time and children of men recently and jumanji (laughs) just joking about jumanji but you know there's those movies that are like sticky to your brain they make you think they like affect you emotionally this is not that but it is a pretty fun trip to the theater, and I like they went all out in so many different ways. So I, I'll just, I, I was really tempted to just give it a soft no, just to counteract your guys's yeses, but I'll give it a soft yes. Our yeses, huh? I see. Yeah, you are such a hard yes.
3: I give this podcast the hardest of yeses.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Go ahead, Corey. Uh,
2: I was not the hardest of yeses yesterday. I said it was all right. It's pretty good. I stand by that this is a, a fine movie to watch once, you know, some people yeah. uh, will call these kind of movies like popcorn movies or yeah. Pappy likes to say this, turn off your brain and watch it. It's Pappy's <laughs> favorite thing to say. Yeah, he says say it every it day of his time. life.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's, it's a one watch. You watch this movie one time, like snatch, you watch more than once snatch is, is great and it's lasting. And it's like, I don't know, to me, it seems like kind of like timeless. I mean, not a lot of time has passed since it's come out, but I think it does have a really great rewatchability factor that this movie doesn't have. <laughs> and then, especially if you even if you do watch this movie, you would just turn it off when the train starts to crash because there's nothing of substance at that point. After, like the character-driven uh, plot is kind of just like gone at that point. It's like, okay, who's going to pick up the gun and shoot the li- last person alive in the head? But the action in it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's times when the action is is really solid, and this director is known for that. You know, he brings a lot of his experience uh, to these t- kinds of movies. And, you know, you can tell he's interested in the stunts and the stunt coordination, you know, a.k.a. the fight scenes that we get to see. It's cool. Then, you know, the comedy works well, but I mean, he, he it is clear like he's kind of lifted it from previous projects. Like he kind of took Deadpool aspects of Deadpool and ran with it, including like the luck factor of the character Domino from Deadpool too. So mm-hmm. I give it a soft yes. It's fine. It's Okay. It's
0: fine. An okay, fine movie that we just randomly saw. No trivia today. Oh, wait. Oh. I do have a trivia. Oh.
4: Take that back.
1: <laughs> we're we're going to play Closest to. Brett's in as well. We'll go... F- whoever lives the furthest away goes first. From, from, where we're at, from where we're at right now. Okay. The center of the world. Elkhart, <laughs> Indiana. Goshen, Indiana. Um Okay, so... How fast does the bullet train in Japan go in miles an hour? Closest to.
2: And I get to go first?
1: You get to go first.
2: (laughs) I just want to say that being in uh, Indiana and Michigan... Recently, I got to see Amish people for the first time. Yeah, it's,
1: uh, it's Speaking a tra- of bullet trains.
2: <laughs> Speaking of going fast, man, I saw them on a horse and buggy <laughs> hauling ass.
3: It's
1: like fucking chariots of fire up in this bitch. They're <laughs> everywhere. Shink- Shinkansen bullet trains are the fastest and most convenient way of discovering Japan. The Japan rail network is extensive, and the trains reach a top speed of blank.
2: Of 275 miles
0: an hour.
3: Okay. I was gonna look at miles for, I think you're closer, actually, Peppy.
0: I didn't guess. Oh, am I?
3: Um, it says 55 miles to Kalamazoo. It's like 66 miles to my house. So, so you're, you're up.
0: A, oh, yeah. farthest away. Okay. Farther.
1: Um, What did you say? Two, what did I say? 275. Seems like a really good guess. I'm
3: gonna say, is it a steam engine or is it a is Thomas the Train? <laughs> I'm gonna go with 140. Is that faster than Sonic? How
2: fast does Sonic go? That's my trivia for later. Did it oh. Sonic Boom! <laughs>
3: or the character
2: Sonic?
0: Sonic gotta go fast. Sonic. <laughs> 200 and no, fuck it. 350. Wow.
1: And your winner.
3: Corey's no gotta be right
1: by like 8 miles an hour. This is really close in the middle here. The actual speed, the trains reach a top speed of 320 kilometers well, huh. oh, an wow. hour, <laughs> which is 199 miles per hour. I win. Brett wins? Brett with a low uh, guess. Uh, Just oh, Brett. He's like 59 away, and you he's are like 6. 76. Dude,
2: they said in the movie, I think they said 250.
1: Kilometers. They overshot. Well, everything's exaggerated in the movies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. You got to take us out here, Brett? You got any words? <clears throat> you get to say the last word. Before you do, thank you. while you think of your last words, thank you to our patrons again for making this possible. Yeah. I think we'll record three podcasts over the You're course. You're breezing of- over this. What?
1: Especially the wolf. Let's make this clear. We are We're sitting at a table with our pod track on it. Yep. And that was paid for the, by the patrons. 100%. Mm-hmm the patron saints mm-hmm. and Kylo is here visiting from Simi Valley for the first time ever flown out here on the dime. We okay. like took out all the money yeah. from the Patreon account and flew him out. We here. literally badass. wouldn't
0: be doing this without you. So your support means everything. Thank you. Did they
3: pay for the movie you watched yesterday? It was only $3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was... <laughs> yesterday was, like, movie day. Every so like, almost every
2: theater, all participating theaters, which was all the major chains, including this random little one,
3: $3 a ticket for movies. Hmm. Hmm. We need them to pay more money, though. So next
0: year... We
4: all he could come out. out. No, yeah, well, I was, just, well
3: I was gonna say that he come we out. Can like meet a week and we can pay his salary
0: <laughs> so he can come out. I, I like that. I like that a lot.
3: Yeah. Because if he doesn't have vacation, he would have been here longer, but he doesn't have any vacation time left. So, yeah, Spencer really needs to like cough up the money.
4: Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spencer. Spencer.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Brett. Any, any last words? No, I, again, this is awesome meeting Corey for the first time in real life. And this is really fun. So, Go Knolls. That was spoilers. (laughs) That was spoilers. (laughs) Special thank you to our patrons Druid King, Nick, David, the Meg, the
0: Wolf, Barky 420, At Troll. Davey
3: Kerr, total movie recall. Spencer, Nurse Stacy, Brother Brian. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on Patreon.com/slash Spoilers Podcast.
4: That was spoilers.